is actually Tell It Like It Is with Dr. B. Baker, which is me, and my, it seems like my co-host or, you know, my, uh, my ace buddy here, uh, Apostle Maritoni, and uh, your name, sir? It's Michael. Michael, Michael. Yes. Hill, H-I-L-L. -L. Michael, Michael Hill. Hill. Michael's going up a hill. Okay, so then <laughs> you'll remember that. Uh, at any rate, you know, we've been talking about uh, finances. We've been talking about kingdom wealth. And one of the things that I brought forth um, is how God wants to move us through prosperity into wealth. And, um, you know, people thought we were, you know, just a woman group. So Leonora allowed her husband to... <laughs> represent she, she allowed her husband to come on tonight and so we're going to talk about that and you can you can't see the names on the back screen and uh, all the information there yet but it's coming it's coming forth so um one of the things of it is is that uh, michael's a part of uh, astounding love and apostle uh, maritoni is a part of t what is it international reformers network and uh, rci RCI is not the it's not the transportation RCI like but it's the Bible Remnant Church International Remnant Church International all of that mm -hmm. okay and so um, we've just come to have relationship and one of the things of it is is this we want to talk specifically on some things in general on others so that people are able to ask questions on what wealth really what what uh, prosperity really is what wealth is and what it looks like in the kingdom. Okay, um, you know, one of the things of it is, is this, that the world has a system, the world has a way of doing things, and mainly the, the, the natural church does too, because it does things, it brings a lot of things out of the world system, bring them into the church, they polish them up, uh, and make them look like brass, and God wants to go ahead and uh, release the gold, and the silver, and the real things. And so, Father, we thank you tonight that you um, have the synergy going on between the three of us, that we'll release what it is that you want to release to the audience that's on online, on uh, Facebook, on uh, all the different forms of media and those that are here in this sanctuary or in this, uh, uh, what do you call this room? In this room uh, tonight, in the studio tonight. And we thank you and we praise you for it. We thank you that we're clear. Uh, I thank you that they don't laugh too much. Uh, so, um, but I, I, I thank you that people will receive what it is that they need to receive in the name of Jesus. Okay, my first question to you is this. When people have ideas, many times they say they get ideas, right? And when they get the ideas, uh, and they need finances. No, I'm oh. talking to both of you. Oh, <laughs> and you looking over there. Yeah, like, oh, Michael, oh, I want to see what the guy is saying. Okay, we get an idea. It's just like I have uh, a, a young man, James, that I sent you an email on that you haven't answered yet. But at any rate, um, I have this. He's been busy this <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, and, and they, have, they have an idea, and it, they do a business. They do a uh, safety type thing. It's where... Um, I, I forget exactly how it works, but at any rate, it, it's um, where people are going places and all of that, and it helps to alert them how to be safe in different areas, and it alerts the police and all of those different things. It's from Isra Israel and, and all of that. But at any rate, that there's this idea, and we know that it's a God-given idea, and it's something that's needed, especially now that so many tragedies and so many things are going on. You know, an idea such as that, where does a kingdom person, how does a kingdom person start to bring forth money? How do they start to release what it is that they need to release? Not just this idea, but, but whatever. What do we do when you decide that you're going to do something that you believe that God has given you? What are your first steps? I know you pray first. But after then, you pray and you pray. As they say, you pray hard, honey. But after you pray hard, then, then what do you do? And so I'm going to put my microphone down and let the two of you talk. Uh, I think the most important first is to actually making a choice and understanding, recognizing where the idea come from. Because your inner self and your inner mind can 
can totally affect where the vision goal is, like the visionary where he's going to be going. Because if you uh, begin to start getting ideas and then you pray and then finally arrive, you have to honor that that's God's creativity through you. If there was no recognition of making a choice that this is a kingdom blueprint, then you're going to be all over the place. You're not going to be able to, you can say, take it to the next level in terms of however you plan to see uh, what God's purpose for you on that uh, specific idea. So a lot of people will pray and then they write it down plainly and then ask for the instruction for God. God is your father and he's God Almighty. That means he will give you instruction. And then the second step will be your obedience. Would you respond to what you're hearing from God? And if you're not hearing from God, then you wanna seek like people like Dr. Baker, Michael Hill, and myself, and people that has been there that is actually able to not only see what God is saying for your blueprint, but also can give you uh, a kingdom instruction in a way of keeping you stay in, in the path of truth and righteousness of your plans and how to lay that out. And then certain ideas sometimes needed patent, certain uh, ideas needed like copyright and certain things, and they will walk you through that. And then what you do too is that would you follow up with those ideas? Like whatever the advisor have given you, of course you definitely wanna go through the next step and the next step. And the trusting in God, and you know, trust God with all of your heart and lean not on your understanding is that you don't want to base your current situation and you, you yourself and what's behind you, your past and your experience and where, you know, how this idea gonna come forth. You know, because you don't want to judge that because you don't want to curse what God has already given you. And a lot of people like to do that. They'll pray for something big, but then they're easy to curse it back. So then what happened, they end up getting stuck on that drawing board and the money never come. And then even though we give you the instruction, God is not going to honor thing that is not in order. So, you know, and then before we go into the deep end, I'll ask Michael and some of the basic stuff that he has taken. What do you think? Well, there's, that's a long stretch, what you said. That's a long stretch. I mean, that, that's, a, that's quite a bit of time. So when God gives you an idea, you pray. Um, first of all, I think before you get to pray is you have to recognize it's from God. Um, and then the prayer helps you to affirm it's from God. And then the next step that goes on is to actually seek out the individuals that he's going to send to you to make that happen. Because business, there's, there's kingdom business that's built on the earth, and then there's the kingdom business that's built from heaven, from God's kingdom. Totally different kingdoms. And we, one of the things I think that I keep in my mind is that earthly kingdoms are not righteous. <laughs> the God's kingdom, the kingdom that, uh, that's built from the God end of this kingdom or in God's heavenly kingdom is always righteous because God has no other way to work. So discerning that evidence that it is a kingdom given mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, inspiration allows you to think better and think more imaginative and it brings things into your presence that you weren't aware were there before and this is where she's talking about getting counsel mm -hmm. you always have to have a team no one's ever done anything by themselves right so the third thing after you got your idea and it's affirmed is to put down an outline of the business plan and then seek out that team. And the team consists of your business developer, your, um, as simple as, a, as a, a, an attorney, you have to have an, you know, it's good to have an attorney on your side, it's good to have an accountant on your side. Um, and that's where your business developer comes in. If he's a qualified business developer, he's going to point you to those individuals, and chances are you're going to know who those people are because it's God-driven. 
Okay, you said something. You you said something um, that there is um, that all the time when it's a, a kingdom thing, uh, when it's a kingdom idea, that it's kingdom people involved. What happens? Uh, I mean, it it's it's is totally kingdom. It's totally the kingdom of God. And what's the difference? Okay, between just having a Christian involved and a kingdom person because the Bible says do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers and the kingdom of God and just believers are, t are, are, are it, it's, a, it's a totally different thing it's just like having saved people people think that just because you, you do uh, uh, J, um, Romans 10, 9 and 10 that you, you know you, you, just, you just sliding with grease to heaven okay but uh, not, that ain't necessarily so because it's that's saying that you're saved, and the, the Bible says that unless you are born from above, which is a different thing, that you can't even enter the kingdom. And so, uh, you know, so many times we just repeat some words. Oh, I believe in my heart, and so I'm saved. That's monk. That's right. I mean, you know that. I, I mean, I'm I'm born from above. You're saved, so now you're you're going to go. You're 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 going to get born from above, okay? Because it says, work out your salvation, work out that soul salvation with fear and trembling, with the awe of God. And naturally, you have to be you have to be rooted and grounded. You can't be a butterfly, you know. And, and, and do that, but how do you know, I mean, how do you deal with, I'm asking both of you this, how do you deal with, uh, you know, the people out there, how do you deal with somebody that's just saying, oh, well, are they, are they a kingdom citizen? Are you a kingdom citizen? And many people talk about being a kingdom citizen, they must, but they, they're no more a kingdom citizen than I am, why? So I think, well, you know, um, or possibly maybe even black, maybe, I don't know, but the one thing I do know is from my experience mm -hmm. is that some of the worst relationships are within the Christian community. I don't think anyone can argue with that mm -hmm. um, because they're not, they're not in the kingdom. And so discerning whether a person is in the kingdom or not um, takes maturity. Yes. Mm -hmm. And just because you have an idea doesn't mean that you have to be mature to realize it, what you need is somebody with maturity to guide you along that path. Because even though that you, the, the equally yoked issue, <laughs> I, I have plenty of people that aren't Christian, that are business partners. And my job as a Christian, as a kingdom officer, is to walk those people into Christ. <laughs> so I am, this is the, is the worldview of this, is that because of who I am in, in this, and because of my um, confidence in Christ, and my walk in Christ, people realize that I'm not like other people. Yes. So I have a better opportunity to out, go out and evangelize to these people that I'm in business with. That doesn't mean I don't fire people that aren't gonna live up to the standard and morality of the business points that I put in place. And I, and I only put those in place because God said this is what you're to do. You know, you don't cheat people. You don't use unequal weights. You don't, this is not what, you know, that's, that's God's laws. <laughs> and if I implement them into my business practices, I know when to fire people and when not to fire people. I know when to hire people. And discerning those things. I, for me, I think that's a more uh, responsible position to take people that aren't necessarily Christian. doesn't mean that you, that you have to focus on non-Christians. Your partnership, but it means okay, that you, you're, you're talking about being in business and working with people, but having them uh, uh, as partner partners, as um, uh, being a partner with them and that are not uh, uh, walking in the same realm that you're walking in or uh, how, how how is that working i mean i'm, I'm not talking about i mean i i, I have um i have associations with a number of different people that are not born again okay 
but they're not uh, on, on paper. I've made that mistake a number of times. Uh, on paper, because they're morals in who they serve and who I serve and, and, and all of that, that, that uh, we found out that it was, it was different. Actually, somebody was telling me <laughs> tonight that they saw me on TV doing uh, uh, some commercial, I mean, working with some things. Okay, that was a safe person, but they weren't a kingdom person because their morals and the way that they handle things and the way that I handle things are totally different. Now they're still uh, playing, I mean, I'm still on TV. See, that's one of the mistakes I made. I'm still doing that. They still making bucks off of me, uh, but. So there, yeah. there's, a, there's a key in this. And, and the, <laughs> is it okay I go deep into this one right here? The key is, is that you uh, as a kingdom disciple in Christ must remain in control of all the partnerships. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. If you enter into a partnership that someone who is not Christ-driven or doesn't have a moral compass mm -hmm. and, you, and you allow them to control the company, then that's a bad situation. But we build our businesses yep. so that I'm always either myself or my wife or my board of directors that are always Christian-based will have control over that company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 that that, and that's, that, that part of that part I get the the the, um, the uh, w one of the things that I'm, I'm talking about. In fact, I'm I'm thinking about a couple of people right now uh, that are in business and they're in business with with uh, with other people and they have a certain amount of control, but they don't have all the control that they really need. And, uh, you know, I was able to very easily, I mean, it cost me some money, but it was okay. Uh, God gave it back to me, you know, to unravel everything that I was tied up in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's one of those things that, um, you know, I was able to do. But everybody does not get into those things such as that. And I, I do business the same way you're talking about well, doing it. One of my critical points and in, in, in the things I want to get across this, this week or this tonight is the fact that don't do business unless you do it that way. Yeah. Just stay, if, if someone offers you a partnership and you think this is a fantastic idea and they and, and you look at the business plan and you think, oh, this is gonna be making me a rich man, yeah. don't pursue riches. No. Mm -hmm. Pursue righteousness. And that will, it will show you that this is not the, not, I cannot tell you how many businesses I've walked away from because a partner presented the position that he wanted to support in the wrong manner that wasn't morale, morally uh, sound. And I, and I said, okay, so we, in our business development, we have several different things, mantras that we live by. Number one, it has to be beneficial for all partners, mm -hmm. all people. Number two it, it, is that nobody can have, um, oh wow, man, talk about brain messing up. That's boys. okay. Let her <laughs> yeah. talk for a minute. Maybe yeah, yeah so um, like, I totally agree with Michael. It's like, it's very important that the headship of a company or any type of partnership to be purely kingdom-based people. And this is mature Christ, you know, like centered, and they're not Christian, Christian that are, how can you tell the difference? The Christian people are more likely you can see, like, or hear the way they speak, the way they live, has some still a residue of religious religiosity. You know, they're very, um, it's un they, they walk only within their group. And, you know, and a lot of kingdom people, you'll see that they actually uh, walk on earth and run their business in a kingdom way, but not based on their congregation or denomination or anything like that. It's based on who they are and their relationship with the Father. Because, like, for myself, I run my business based on my Father's business idea. So that means everything that I get, I run by him. Mm -hmm. That means every partner that I engage with, he already have brought those people to me. And we go back to yes, Papa, Papa and say, what type of percent do we do? Is this a 60-40? Is this a 30-30? Is this 10-10-10? How does this work? Even the very um, beginning of that relationship. And then we come in an agreement on writing down a paper that then like what Michael said, everybody's gonna be fair, how it's gonna, and then when it's, when it's a fair trade, everything is, and then it's all based on the kingdom and we know that we are gonna have everything else based on the kingdom foundation, the commandments, and you know, really honoring the Father and the righteousness of God, not the money, 
Because That's once it. you seek ye the kingdom, everything will be added to it anyways. <laughs> so you never want to come in any kind of partnership. I have been offered, and now I look back, like a couple years later, they're like being audited, they're going to jail, things is happening to them. Why? They, it was so such a big deal. But when God is not in it, you're not protected. That's right. So I want you to see the benefits of being in the kingdom. And then a lot of our shareholders and you know, like partners that wants to invest to it that are not Christian, they are welcome, but they will be not the executive. They're gonna be coming under getting the benefits. So as our employee, they're you know, they're serving different kind of gods, but at, at the way they see us run business, eventually they start to fall in love with Jesus. They eventually start seeing, man, I'm making money here. My family's taken care of. Everything's covered. Everything is peaceful. We are not only the company is transforming and is successful. They're really prosperous. That means the employees prosperous. The managers, you know, the executive. Of, we have to get CEO. They're also running based on the contract and the things that we have. I have some business partner that you can say, where Christian or where uh, you can say. Um, was once walking in this path of truth, truth and righteousness. Yeah, and then what happened in my contracts, it will also say the moment you actually fall out of righteousness of God or done something shady or, you know, like death or any kind of thing, not paying your taxes or doing other stuff, because the Bible was clear, give things unto Caesars. We're not here trying to, you know, find ways to not pay taxes or not do our you know, due diligence in our things. You know, there is law in the land and there's also law in God. So we're definitely uh, have that contract saying like, you know, the, the partnership will be broken and then I relinquish everything. We'll cut the law. I'd rather cut the losses than continue a relationship with somebody's unrighteous. Of course, grace, mercy is there. So you confront the person, you give them grace and then you give them opportunity to show them to get right. And then if they don't, then you say goodbye. Because it's not important to to have somebody inside of uh, your company or even just a beginning stage like what um, Dr. Baker was saying. If you, this is very important if you're building something. You want to take care of all of this now, not later. Why build an empire when it's going to crumble? That's right. So you want to build your empire in the kingdom of God on the rock of Jesus so that it's, it's steady. So regardless of what's going to happen around the area, you're not affected to it. <laughs> what happened? I was oh, muted. The, I the, uh, <laughs> the, the technical person was muted. This is something that, that um, I'm really glad to hear because of the situation that I was in, okay. Uh, it was really interesting because the person was born again, I mean, you know, a believer in all of this. And then all of a sudden, because of the way the monies and stuff was coming in, okay, uh, things changed. And so I had to cut my losses, all right? And it was worth it to pay whatever it was to get this whole thing, you know, wiped out. Because here's something that's very important to know. People do change with money. And many times what happens is God allows the money to get big, what they call big. I don't call it big, you know. In fact, uh, uh, yeah. God allows it to get big to check the hearts. Mm-hmm. See, he allows finances to come in and where uh, uh, things that people look at and say, wow, you know, here it is. We've made this in just two months or made this in whatever it is. By the end of the year, we'll have thus and so. And then all of a sudden, then you start to see that green-eyed monster, mm-hmm. you know, that greedy thing, that greed and all of this, okay? And so it's like I'm looking at this, well, why are you spending money there? What, 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 why is this car telling me that you're buying your, your daughter's car? She don't work with us. Where does this come from? Where does this come from? And all of a sudden, well, you know, uh, uh, wait a minute. Why do we have uh, the yogurt place? Why do we have, here it is, you, you bought this much yogurt, but why is this credit card saying X number of things? And always, you're the one. I mean, I'm always the one that's looking at the credit card. I'm always the one that's looking at the bank statements. I'm always the one that's looking at those things because 
uh, there has to be, you know, they have to be reconciled. Yeah. And if they're reconciled and they're not reconciled right, then my name is on, I ain't going to jail for nobody. Yes. That's one of, the, one of the situations that most people don't understand about businesses is that, number one, do it well and do it right. Number two is if you do it right, you don't mix finances. Yes. None of your personal business, none of your personal stuff is paid for by the company, right. and none of the companies pay for your personal stuff. That's you right. can be completely separate. And that's what but you're talking people, about. No, but see, here it is. When people start to try and, and, and fake this thing, yeah. well, you know, it's because of this. We were doing this. We were out, and we were doing this. And that's just a bunch of junkola. Well, you know? there, there, are, there are, let's just keep it real simple, mm -hmm. okay? Um, if you have, um, actually, that, it, that's just, Keep your finances separate. That's, we gotta keep it right there. And you have to be like good accountable, like she was talking about. Yeah. You have to be good store with your company. Assess it, confront it right away. Because if you ignore it, it's gonna grow. The moment you see like there's one ice cream or there's one, <laughs> I don't care if it's a highlighter, because it's God's business. That's God right. sees everything. So if you don't, are you know how how God can trust you to the next business idea? If you can't even you know hold your partner or your employee accountable for things. Because we are gonna be the role model for those citizens that is working with us. And we belong to the kingdom citizen, and we represent, we're the ambassador at all times, whether they're watching us or not. So when she's reconciling, that has to be right. And there should not be red tag at all. And the moment that is you need to do complete inventory and then reassess it, and you know, there's no freebie with families. You know, either they're working for you or not. And that's one of the things about taking control of the business mm -hmm. is that people people don't get credit cards unless they yeah. know how to use them because they're not going right. to. But, but these are things that, that, that people run. These, these are things that people run into in the very beginning. So what we're mm -hmm. also doing, because you're going to be with us another couple of times, or some, uh, this ain't the, the only time here. You know, I just want you to know that. But at any rate. <laughs> We got flights to do. Boy, don't let me have to hurt you. Don't let me have to hurt you. Uh, <laughs> He's like, I have places to be. I'm a servant. You ain't got nowhere to go. Leonora already said you have nowhere to go. So, you know, I'm good. I mean, you know, she don't already know. She's not, she not ready to pay. Me, I mean, you have to worry about She's the one that has to go places. Yeah, well, that's all right. She told me it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. She told me it's all good. Yeah, we got this. We got this. Okay. No, what I'm talking about and one of the things that the reason I keep bringing it uh, of these small things is because people that have not had businesses that they've always worked for someone okay and then God opened it up so that they have a business they're not alert they don't think about those things I mean I think about every little bitty thing I think about the attitudes I think about, you know, so many times what happens. And, and here's another thing, and I want to throw this out there. You can actually tell how great a business person is going to be if they're a believer, I mean, if they're a kingdom citizen, as to how faithful they are in, their, in, in, in the body that God has placed them. If you're not faithful there, then you're not going to be faithful in the business. Do not do business. I mean, this is my, my thing. Do not do business with somebody that's not planted mm -hmm. in a body. Yes. Because that means that they're not willing to go through a struggle. So there's... Go ahead. Let, let's, just, let's talk about the, the first thing, the gifting. Go ahead. And, the, and the tithing. Cause, okay. Because it's not about just tithing. It's about the community that you do your business in. That's right. Yes. See, our, our, one of our promises to our any community that we open a business is, is that we're going to do our best to provide some services to that community, because the better that community is, that's right. The better our company has to longevity. That's right. Mm -hmm. And the companies that forget about their communities don't last long. No. Nope. And they disappear because the communities disappear. So that's one of the, the number one things that we do is, mm -hmm. is to the community. I agree with that. Um, now, as as um, as a kingdom person, mm -hmm. our tithing goes to our uh, nonprofits, our NGOs, mm -hmm. our charities, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because the, the business itself doesn't belong to um, any to independent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that that's one of the points. 
I'm talking um, about the person. I'm talking about the yeah, person being the person, the person has to, a guy came up to me and says, uh, you're a Christian. I said, yes, I am. And he goes, you know, I would be a Christian, but what is this tithe thing? I don't understand this. Why do you all want to, you know, why does he want to take 10% of everything you made? And I said, you got the wrong attitude here. That's right. It's not that God wants to take anything from us. Is that we're grateful and thankful that he's done this for us. This is stuff he's given us. All we're, and, and remember to me, we don't have anything that belongs to us. That's right. As a it's all God's. We're just stewards yes, for everything, including our children. That's right. You know, as something as personal as anything as your kids. They don't belong to us. Thank We're the stewards Jesus. over them. Woo! And we have to take care of that stewardship. <laughs> and part of that stewardship is making sure that we tithe. We say, God, here, Leonora and I are, are really working towards that reverse tithe. Mm -hmm. We live off at of 10% and we give away 90% of our income. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that's the way I think I, I, that we strive to do everything. Um, because we're grateful and we're giving thanks for what we do have. It's not that I have to do anything. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't say, give me. Mm -mm. No, he says, in fact, the first tithe was, was, was when, when Melchizedek sat down with Abram and, and after the, the recovery of Abram's kids, and, uh, his, his lot, and he said, the guy just sat down, he says, here, here take all this. Here, just take all this. I, I, it's more than I could ever use. Take all this. And Abram wasn't even aware of what he was doing. No. But because he was grateful that he had his, his nephew back, he says, here, I, I know that you're part of that. So it was, it was, The first time was actually in the garden, and they blew it. It was the Cain tree. And Abel. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, Cain. Yeah, and uh, the tree. No, uh, Adam. Adam. Uh, he said... You know, here it is. I want you to the the, the tree of the, the uh, of good and evil. He says, "I hold this. I hold this for your obedience." See, because tithing is working with God. And then Cain and Abel, you know, and and murder happened. I mean, you know, you see all that greed and all of that type thing. But the first the the the, the first tithe that there was that we benefit from, and and we're in uh, Abraham and all of that. The first time that someone did with the right attitude mm -hmm. is the one that you were talking about. Yeah. Actually, um, Abel was the first gifter yeah. to God, not mm -hmm. tither, but gifter, because mm -hmm. he'd offered up the first fruits of his flock. That's it. And see, the first fruits and the tithe are two different things. They right? are. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. The tithe came mm -hmm. in. But anyway, that's how I, that's how I, <clears throat> I, I pull it all in is that you know Cain murdered his brother because he was favored by God because of his gift. His heart. I wanted that favor. That's that's that favor isn't you you're a you're a you're a rancher, stinky, smelly shepherd guy. Why why should you get God's favor? I, I pick up the fruit and I do all this stuff. And and Abel said, here's here's the best I have to you, God, that you've given me. This is the best out of what you've given me. Cain said, oh, you know what, let's pick up a basket of fruit off the ground after it's been there for three weeks. Yeah. And said, Here, oh, by the way, if Abel can give a gift, I can give a gift. But it wasn't the first fruit. That's right. It and it's the same fruit. kind of thing that happened in the New Testament. It's the same kind of thing that happened with Barnabas. Barnabas uh, 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 sold his property, gave, uh, gave this away. And, 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 and Barnabas, Barnabas was, was uh, of the tribe, was a... Um, he, he shouldn't have even, even done that. Uh, but here he was, he was a priest. He came from that line. And here it was, and Ananias and Sapphira, they lied. See, they faked it. And the thing of it is, is that their heart, and then the, uh, the apostle says, how could you do this? Yeah, it, and he didn't convict them. No, they convicted no, themselves. They convicted themselves. And the they spirit, died on and, their and, own. And died. So this is the quietest you've been. No, because I'm just so amazed and just... The beauty of like all the notes in my head, it's like oh, they completely covered. It. It's like you know, I'm because it's like it's an honor to be here, speaking the truth of what God's heart is. It's not being spoken there when it's the very foundation is. 
and we're saying this and also honestly pouring it down to you guys so that praying that you guys catch the vision of the love relationship we have with God and how when we speak of tithing it's it it's not what's left over or oh I have to do this it's not a task it's you trusting him it's all about like um, Dr. Baker says in the garden is like it was trusting to see where whether you would obey but it was an invitation of relationship with God would you trust him as your heavenly father would you trust because the more you give from tithing and your gifting and everything the more you really relinquish everything to God or for God or for his purpose and however he sees it all he's he will definitely bless you and that favor that Michael's talking about it's a weapon it's a weapon and you will see it favor of all things favor in the land having oil coming out of your land favor on business deals and permits favor making sure that children and also favor when you know pandemic and things happen it will wrap around you it will go around you but it won't touch you it won't even phase you fade you you just you're just moving along that's when you finally understand that you're not of this world and in being in alignment and making that choice every day to be part of the kingdom of god it takes practice of baby steps being good steward of whatever church and how you tie if you only have a dollar in the time and then you know take risks and give the whole thing yeah. you know 10 percent is just an introduction of saying That's hey it. i'm here yeah. but you can you will get to the point where you live overly abundantly and how does that work when you completely give everything everything that you want and then you unlock the portal of limitless possibilities of the kingdom you can only say that until you taste his goodness when you're in awe like I gave everything and he just blessing me blessing me and it's not for you it's for you to pass it on because if you have a great faith then you are standing in the gap for all those people that has little faith. It's and a weapon. Yeah. It's a community. Your, your tithes, your first fruits, these things are yeah. weapons. It yeah. is a weapon. It is a weapon of protection. It's a weapon of stuff. I mean, I, I don't know how I live. So, so I mean, it, it, it's, it's like even the protection of, of my, my family, my children, my grandchildren, great-grandchildren. And, and uh, I mean, I'm not just talking about the ones that, as my son said, came out of you. Uh, I'm talking about all the ones that he had to meet the birth in different ways and stuff. It's it's that you know it, it, it's it's uh, you know it, it's it's like uh uh you can't touch this you cannot bother this why is this because I have rights and privileges and this is a weapon this is a weapon of protection and this is the reason I know America will not go to pot because I'm here and I'm a tiger. Amen. Yes. So because you know Leonora so when I met Leonora. 20 years or 25 years ago, we celebrated our 20th anniversary this year, but I, I knew nothing about tithing mm -hmm. um, except for that, you know, it was part of the church because I was a new a newbie in this mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, I was a newbie. Mm -hmm. um, and she, she, one of the reasons I fell in love with her is because she gives everything away. Mm -hmm. She just writes the check for 10%. And it's not 10% necessarily. It's, 10% to this one, 10% to this that's one. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's one. it, that's it. And it's like gifting this one, she gives her car away to this person, and she does this and she does that. I didn't realize, you know, she's the one that showed me. She, I was a witness to her gifting and, and, and tithing and her heart. That's what opened my eyes to see just how I am supposed to be in this. Mm -hmm. And also I wanted to add to those that, let's say, well, I don't have money, but if you have gifts, like you're good in sound booth, then you go participate and give that gift to an organization. People lying, they got money, everybody got some money. I mean, just come on, you just lying. You got a dime, you got a dollar. I mean, if you got a dollar, you got enough so, to tie them, whatever so, it is. So, yeah, don't, don't, don't even oh. go there. We ain't going, that's like that, pray, that stupid prayer that we pray. Well, no, Lord, no, no, I bless no, no. these people. No, I used to pick up pennies because after I got homeless, I picked up pennies. Well, let's and, talk and, about that. And put them in there. 
You see, and gave those, and those pennies, those pennies and those nickels turned into dollars and turned into hundreds and turned into thousands and turned Woo! into things. Do you understand? Because it was my heart. I know you know too. And this is what I'm saying is because my heart, and that's the reason that she's always blessed because it's like, uh, 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 yeah, 10 here, 10 here, 10 here. And this ministry, what we, what we do with all these uh, uh, the plethora of people, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> mm -hmm. It's because we give into this, we 10% here, we this here, we this here, we this here. It's always going, and it, it just keeps coming, and it just keeps coming. Why is that? Because of what it is that we do. You That's cannot right. beat God. And in your That's business, right. and this is what we're talking about, if you're a kingdom of God person, you don't think about what you have left. You think about what it is that you're able to give. Your mind is not about, on this is all I have. Because that's that, that's foolishness. Yeah, being in the kingdom of God is not about uh, it's not about scarcity. No. Ever about scarcity. Never, never. It's always about abundance. But I want to give you some warning, though. I've seen Christian people or want to be Christian, or want to be kingdom, that actually have gave out everything, even quit their job, and tried to jump off the cliff and quit. say, God, save me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I said, God, ain't going to save you. Because they're not really giving everything. So I wanted to make sure that you understand this. Your heart has to be right. Because even though how much you give, God will say, that is not a good gift. That's right. And that's already, you know, because I have seen this, especially... You know, um, uh, like from my experience, and I will watch and say, why they they saw us giving so much, and they saw that we were being blessed, Ananias and but they didn't understand yeah. the attitude exactly and the, the relationship we have to the Father. We were doing this unto God, and then they were just copying it, and what happened? They ended up still broke, you know, and <laughs> no or had uh, uh -huh. Or had a, a motive. Oh, yeah, you're right. The motive, the motive of everything, motive is everything in your business, in my, and in, in the businesses that I have. It's really interesting. I got a call this morning uh, from someone saying, um, you know, I wanted to, because I'm a real estate broker also, and I don't go out advertising. I don't do any of that. This is what it is that I want to do. I want to, I want to invest in this, and this is what it is that I want to do. And then here I get a call uh, about, um, uh, consulting on this and consulting on this. I mean, these are things that just come. And why is it? It's because when you're faithful with what it is that you have, you're faithful with this business. You're not trying to run it the way that the world or the, the religious church runs business. You're running it the way of the kingdom because you know that the king is the one that's going to take care of you. See, it's, it's like, why would you fear lack? Why would you even think about lack? I, I mean, lack can't, it can't come into my mind. Why is that? It's because I'm a kingdom citizen. How, my king is broke? Nobody. Is my king broke? That's Solomon, how broke he is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The earth this is, all the cattle, all the all the things. I mean, I can have steak anytime I want to because all the cattle belong. I'm so glad all the cattle belong to you. Know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. But, but in, in this, um, one of the things that I think that people do is they try to have a mixture of running their business from the world's way of doing I mean, from the... The, the, the way everybody else does, as Leonora was talking about the other week, the way corporate, uh, 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 not just America, but the way the corporate does all over the world, corporate world does, and then the way that the kingdom does, which is totally different. So the, so there's a, um, wow, where to start on this one? Because this is a, this is an important issue. Talk Ego. Credit, yeah. I'm sorry? Talk about e what? Credit, like how people get in debt. Oh, he's talking about oh, ego. But, but, oh, yeah, which, you know, credit's all this. That's a whole thing. We'll talk about that. When we get to start a business, um, <laughs> one of the things I love is when someone says, I'm going to start a business, and I'm going to call it Michael Hill LLC. Because that's, that's like the, the worst way to start a business, because... It lets everybody know that you're now wealthy, well, rich. Invitation I should say awesome. rich. But the point is, is that the, the ego is if you need your name on a business, then it's not kingdom business. That's right. 
Okay? You need to choose something else. You know, if you have a reputation, uh, there, there's going to be some exceptions to this because there's artists that are good that build their reputation on, you know, just because, um, I, you know, I, I have a, you know, I have a, a, a painting that I did and it looks just like a Picasso, but it doesn't have his name on it mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. nobody wants it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't understand that. I tried to sell it for $27 and it didn't go. <laughs> it didn't go nowhere. It didn't go anywhere, but you put Picasso's name on it. So there, there are some things that are going to be, um, exceptions to this rule, but our first goal is to do God's business. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't seek after riches. We seek after satisfying what God has already put into us. And everybody is given gifts. And if you have an inspiration uh, of a business and it doesn't match your gift, I would sincerely really look and pray because it may not be for you. However, God is really good at making things happen outside of what you're used to, outside of your lane. So it may be that he's trying to develop a gift that you didn't even know you had. That's right. Okay. And a lot of these gifts, you know, if you nurture that part of this in God's love and understanding, you cannot help but envelop your entire life around it so that the whatever the kingdom has to offer is going to be yours. It's going to come to you. Indeed. That's good. Well, no, it wasn't really deep. It was really right up here. Right up here. It's important. We can't let our ego... Uh, manage because there's plenty of people. Jeff Bezos is an egomaniac. Ooh, okay, he is an absolute egomaniac. But look how wealthy he is. Are you telling me that he's a kingdom? And it, it, no, these things happen. He's got a kingdom on the earth, you know. But it's going to be taken away from him, and he's going to lose all of it because of his ego, because he can't keep his mouth shut. Oh, let's let, let's talk about ego. Here's one of the things. Now, okay, you know I'm a doctor in psychology. All of you women out there, all of you married women out there, how many of you have uh, been told from the church, from everything, that women are to build up their husband's ego? Mm -hmm. have, uh, they, they, they used to teach that the women, you know, you, you, you do this and you do this. That's the last thing God wants you to do. Yes. It's, it's, it's to build up. But not ego. Not, but not ego. Yeah, You're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. It's, it's it's not not to, you see, it's not to it's, it's not to, to to build up that ego. And and the whole thing of it is, is this: we have many people that their ego and 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 what it is, their self perception of of their godhood, and that's what it is. Self perception of godhood is what leads, guides, and directs. But if you're a kingdom citizen. If you're truly in the kingdom of God, you recognize this, that God is king. And, and <clears throat> this is a concept that is so difficult for people. Why is it? Because you're in the world, and you're in the world. You forget you're not of the world. And when you're not of the world, <clears throat> you have to be of the kingdom. But Christianity and religion... And being saved does not take you there. Mm -hmm. It has to be that you own nothing, no thing, no thing. I don't own no children. You know, they don't have no room. It's a very difficult concept to put your hand around. It is. But if you grasp it, to put your, but you got to put your heart. Yeah, you have to put your right. your heart and your mind around. You once, have to renew you, that mind. Once you grasp it, it stays in your heart forever. Mm -hmm. That's it. That, it's always yes, in your heart. That's it. It's all about that healing and the maturity mm -hmm. in your walk as a Christ follower. That's it. You know, and it is constantly growing and transforming from glory to glory. So you, you know, later on. In your walk, it will be so much easier. Easier from fear to fearless. Uh -huh. From fear to fearless. From I think fear John to seventeen, when Jesus was praying for his glory, because he was going to his glory, and then he was praying for his disciples, but he started praying for his believers. Mm -hmm. 
And in his prayer for his believers, he wanted to remind them that God is in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus is in the Father. We, as believers, are in Jesus. So if we're in Jesus, we're also in the Father. That's right. And the Father is in us. That's right. It's the only way to salvation. It's the only way to a peaceful life to understand the glory and peace of Jesus Christ. There's only that way to do that. And That's his prayer it. for us was a man, it just, it just grabs me and just gives me all this mm -hmm. And yeah. so I, I don't worry about who I am in this world. Mm -hmm. I worry about what I can do for him in this world. With him. With him, for him, yeah. in him. In him, mm -hmm. all of it. Uh, any questions? We have, we have opportunity for questions about what we've talked about. Any online? Oh, wow, we've just done it. No questions. Okay. No questions, for real. Don't be calling us later. Because we ain't going to answer you. You can call Dr. Baker. <laughs> yeah. she and, and, and you'll get a uh, goodbye. Star 72. Huh? Star 72. <laughs> yeah, no, you already know that you're going to get a hang up from me. I will hang up in a minute. Just don't answer. Yeah. Uh, then uh, on our next program, we're, we're going to talk about the subject that you brought up. We're going to talk about, what was that? Yeah, credit card. The, the, the credit card. And credit and, and debt and, and, and those things. But one of the things that, um, what, what are the last words that you would like to have someone to know? Uh, uh, look into this. Since we're talking about kingdom finance, uh -huh. I'm going to tell you first. Oh, okay, thank you. Oh, oh. I'm going to take this microphone and... and, and yeah, I know, that's okay. <laughs> you know, when, we're, when we're talking about kingdom business, kingdom finance, um, it's important to get counseling of someone who already has experience and maturity in it so that you don't get put in a position of compromise. Um, and that's a very, very... Um, that's, a, that's a difficult task because... There are many people out there that want to do things that will compromise you. Yes, that's true. Be aware. For me, it's like to really grow your relationship with God and understanding that um, for you to increase your discernment is to know all of his righteousness, his laws, and everything that he has for you, and his promises, promises that he has for you. And you know, and to really act upon it, not just you know be you could say settled on what you have. Don't settle for less. There's so much more in the kingdom of God, and He's inviting us to climb up higher. And if you already have that relationship, go deeper, because then you unpack the secrets of the kingdom. And the advice, the greatest advisor is Jesus Himself. But you have to walk in that purity and righteousness of God. Okay, see, you open another can. Uh, I mean, you open a can of worms, you open a real can, because people think they got a great relationship with Jesus. How many people do you know think they got, I mean, a lot of people think they got a great relationship, okay? But their relationship is shallow. How do you know? And you can get in on this, looks like the program almost started over again. It didn't. <laughs> How do you know if you have How, Yeah, because it's not, <clears throat> it's not, oh, I was in the spirit. Oh, I was deep in God. Oh, shandalabahamba, mama nana. You will know because you changed. The new wineskin is completely on you, that you become who you're hanging out with. So your mind of Christ is really on you, that you begin to think of what God's heart is rather than whatever it is that you used to worry about. Okay, so I'm talking about in business now. Oh, in business. Okay, in business, how does it change? In finances, in family, in all of this, it's, when you've got a real relationship, when you have an intimate relationship with him, how does it change? Does fear come in? Does this, no. is this, is uh, this, there, is there this? Will, they will not have fear and you will not have anything of the enemy. You're just gonna have courageous boldness and such sense of clarity and peace. So you'll know that you're in the right relationship with God if you're that, you have that peace that surpasses all understanding in your business, regardless what the news is saying and what's going on. So you're going, it's, uh, you know, I, somebody asked me, he said, can you paint a picture? It's almost like going against the grain. 
Because the enemy is a counterfeit of what God's doing. The moment the enemy is going this way, God is asking us to go this way. So whatever you're hearing, don't doubt it. Keep moving forward so you will not have fear. You'll have sense of confidence. And you'll have clarity because he's giving you instruction step by step. Okay. One of the things that I see is that you don't, don't try to fake it. So many times what happens is this. We try to fake it. They've, I've heard preachers say, fake it until you've made it, okay? You can't fake this. And <clears throat> I, it's really important that we locate ourselves. We really locate and that you ask, you know, the Bible says in the multitude of counsel uh, or two or three witnesses, let everything be established. When someone starts to look, you know, I've had people to say, where do you see me? How do you see it? You know, ask the Lord. And people have prayed, you know, I'm at this kind of a thing. And 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 uh, when you open yourself up to say, God, I really want to know. So I open me up so that you can let this apostle, this prophet, this pastor, this this brother, this sister, this this person see really where I am because I want to be located. See, that's important. If you're not located, if you don't know really, really where you are, then what's going to happen is that you're going to walk out in, uh, uh, in, in situations that you're not capable of handling. And I think that this is one of the things that have happened a whole lot. You oh, know? Yeah, it's way too often. Yeah. Way too often. And it's because we've taught people how to fake it, how to, to, to pretend that there's someplace that they're not. And, and so I, when, this, when this kind of conversation comes into play, I always go back to David. You know, David was a great land manager. This, the book of Psalms is nothing but lamentations. David went through a lot of stuff. But David is one of the only people that God said that was truly after his heart. Because he was located. So... It doesn't mean that you're never going to question who you are in Christ. But, you know, it's, it's because we have to relate from a different position of grace. David operated in a position of law. So we have two different positions here. And David, when in his Psalms, he never laments without resolving to <laughs> praising God and being thankful and understanding and saying, you are my Lord, you are my shelter, no matter how bad it gets. And it got pretty bad. He always resolves to something in that psalm that says, but you are. And that's what we have to do even in our situation of grace, when we question who we are, because I still question who I am at times. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I know, because I've had Christ sit on my bed and put his hand on my shoulder to tell me everything's okay. And so I know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I still have to go into that position. If it comes into my mind, I have to situation, I have to confess that lamentation, but always resolve to, God, you are my shelter. You are my covering. You are my provider. Jehovah Jireh, Jesus is my brother. He is my connector to God Almighty. And he's the only one that can connect you to God Almighty. So I have to just say that. And, and, you know, I, I, I totally agree, but he, he, and here is one of the things, I ain't doing a butt on that, okay, because I was at a discount. Okay. And it's good. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> See, that's why they moved you over there, because they know I wasn't going across my, my, my friends. Knock <laughs> you out. Anyway, um, nonviolent I. Okay, one, one of the things, one of the things of it is, is this. Um, Sometimes I think that we mis we we mistaken spirituality for relationship because people many times they you know we move in the things of the spirit mm -hmm. and we see angels and we see this and we see this and we see this but that does not mean relationship mm -hmm. 
It doesn't, that's just a pure gift. What God has given you, the same new age people sees angels. So you have to be careful on what, don't run around and think like you have a relationship with God because you're so gifted on prophetic, even apostolic, and you know, in teaching and stuff. Because without God, it's witchcraft, purely. And it's common in Christian community. Christian can be witchcraft because you're doing things outside God's call to call you to do. That's why it's so important for us to highlight the fake it till you make it is a lie. That's because right. <laughs> what we're saying is the faith that God promised on that Bible. We're not gonna say, oh, I'm gonna have uh, you know, a tall, you know, husband gonna give me ten. You know, I remember I said, oh, I'm gonna have ten kids, and God's like, um, you need a husband for that. And I was like, oh, you're right, I forgot. So there is properly order, and you know, you know, there's order. But you know, if you look at the world, you can do all things, and you can do, you can whatever you want, you can get it. But there's process of what growth, you know, sanctification, growing. Why, you know, certain people are not you can say think are married because they still need to grow they still need to process a lot of things there's still a lot of healing you don't want to bring another person and that's the same thing with business business, business is like when you if we all partner together business we're married into that that's a contract there that we're coming in agreement with so be careful in who you're coming in agreement with and if you're currently in the business with somebody take faith and cancel that contract now. Mm -hmm. Remove them because that's why you're not being blessed right now because you're in covenant with somebody else that's worshiping the devil. Anything that is not light of God is the enemy. It's, it's, it's black and white, there's no gray area. And I think that's what the Christianity had failed to understand. There's so many people are in the gray area, lukewarm, Maybe looking good, but it's not the really. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, but that's so why he. On Sunday, remember on Sunday yeah. he had me wear this black and white thing and, and, and yeah. said that it's black and white, ain't no gray in this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, no this gray. is blue. This there ain't no gray. Ain't no gray in this. <laughs> it's just black and white. Um, okay, now you can say your final words again, and then we don't really finish this. <laughs> Dr. Baker, I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you for letting me share my time. Um, and actually, you know, borrow your time to actually um, be a part of this. I appreciate that. But um, I, if a person is going to be able to go out and start a business, there's a legalistic, legalistic issues that we got to we got to establish. Um, and then there's a spiritual issues that we have to establish. Um, the good thing about doing business in the kingdom is that uh, it doesn't necessarily, it, it, no, it, it never separates itself from any part of your, of your life. There's no such thing as the, leaving the work at work and going home and just doing home things. Hallelujah. No, it permeates your whole entire Everything. lifestyle. And because of that, you're balanced. Amen. Your family is balanced. And that is one of the signs that it's a gift from God. Yes. It's because your whole life is balanced with it. And we're going to talk. We're going to talk about that next week. We're going to really get into that part next week. Your last words. You just have faith and know, like what Michael said, is that everything revolves around you has to be in the right side of the holiness of God. And you know, and what you do at home or what you do on your own, God sees everything, and your business is going to be affected to that one. And you will see those businesses that are not, you could say, had employees that are, you could say, frustrated going to work. Why? Because they're not under that kingdom business. Even though that people that owns it says they're Christian, but they're still not kingdom. Many people that speak of the kingdom never inherit the kingdom or even have seen it. And many that have seen it might not possibly inherit it. It's, it, it, it's, it's such a, uh, you know, it's just like a worship relationship with God. You must worship God in truth and in spirit. Mm. That word spirit being and whatever's happening to you, just go back to the Father and what he's saying and then he'll have everything that you need. And if you're not in business yet and, and the Spirit of God is telling you or you're getting this unction to go into business and you're working for someone, you, if you are a kingdom business, if you're just a regular Christian or, um, you know, churchgoer, then you don't carry any power in it. But if you are a kingdom citizen, 
where you go, you shift things. You carry the culture of the kingdom of God, which means that you go in and every place that you go, you shift it from misery to peace. You bring peace yes. because the kingdom of God is righteousness, it's peace, and it's joy. And so you bring those things in. And as we started teaching on Sunday about Matthew 6.33, and we were on the word seek, and, and this week we will be talking about the righteousness because this is what it is. It's righteousness, it's peace, and it's joy. And wherever you go, you carry that, whether it's in the hospital, whether it's in your job, whether whatever it is. If all of those things, if turmoil continues, whether it continues in your business, continues in your job, continues wherever it is that you are, then you're not a kingdom citizen. You're not operating in the truth of the kingdom. You have not accepted God as your king. And so locate yourself there, and then we'll be back next week to tell you how to start to do what it is that you need to do. But you gotta be honest with yourself, honest with God. You gotta walk in that place of honesty. And we're, you coming up here with a question or something? Oh, okay, all right. You have to walk in that honesty. And don't lie to yourself and don't lie to others, okay? Um, we're going to receive tithes, offerings, and gifts of love, and even online. If you desire that you want to do that, go to www.mteminc.org, and you can push the donate button and uh, give there through Zelle or whatever it is, and we thank you for that. And um, did you receive something out of this yes. tonight? Hallelujah. I want to thank uh, Michael, Bill, if you can. Uh, 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 Maritoni Yamat, my uh, my good sister, we hang together and and doing a lot of stuff and some and uh, Leonora, we won't let Mike wait let Michael into our little clique, but I'm um, <laughs> just thinking just thinking about it. But uh, you know what? For next week, get questions together, send them online or whatever it is, and. Uh, we really want to answer. We really want to be a help. This is what it is that we're doing this for us. Not because we don't have anything else to do, but it's that we really want to be able to assist you to do what it is that you need to do. Absolutely. For free. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, we don't get paid for this. You know, yeah, we don't get paid for this. You know, and whatever you give into the ministry, it goes in, it goes out, whatever it is. So, hallelujah. So, okay, bring it forth, and then Daniel, you want to pray over the minister, Daniel, I mean. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is so funny. <laughs> uh, no, I just meant you a bigger servant, that's all. <laughs> I think you, huh? Yeah, it was fun, yeah. Don't show his legs. He got shorts on here. <laughs> Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you, Father God, for the teaching that you brought forth. Father, I pray that you bless the seat that people have planted in this house, Father God. Lord, I pray that you bless the hearts that as now as we go forth, we just continue to seek your perfect will and do what you call and created us to do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Okay, thank you for joining us. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. And he has already given you his shalom. Now walk in it. And we'll see you next week when we're here to tell it like it is. Bye-bye.